Hey, this is Gerds Handel, and welcome to the Inner Light Project. This show is for anyone who's wanting to lead a happier, healthier, and enlightened life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can shine your inner light. Welcome to the Inner Light Project. My name is Gerd Tundel and today I am super excited to share this amazing topic with you. Now, I have loved astrology from a young age. I didn't really understand it growing up, but as I've got older and older, I've, I've kind of just delved in deep into it to understand what my moon sign is, what my sun sign is, what my rising sign is. But still, I don't really fully understand my chart. And so this week we have, oh my God, an amazing astrologer. Her name is Yale, and she is an astrologer, writer, and teacher. After having a 12-year successful career in finance, she realized it no longer fueled her and decided to study yoga, Buddhism, and became a yoga teacher and traveled the world until she met her teacher, Deborah Silverman, who changed her life around. Yeah, I'm so grateful to have you on the show and thank you for being part of this journey today with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and, and thank you for hosting me. Oh, bless you. I'm so excited to learn about you and my chart and just the power of astrology. Yes, it is very powerful. And I have an amazing teacher. I don't know. Do you know Deborah? Deborah Silverman? I've heard the name, but I'm not too much. I know of the name, but I don't know too much about it, but I'm excited to know more. <laughs> yeah. So Deborah is one of the biggest astrologers today. She's Stink's personal astrologer, and she has like one of the biggest astrology schools in, in the world. She teaches thousands of people every year, and I'm honored to be one of 20 certified astrologers all around the world there are only 20 certified astrologers and I'm one of them and I'm also a teacher at her school so that's like a big deal wow that that's powerful I, yeah. I'm just yeah this I knew this was meant to happen like when I got a message from you guys and it was sent over to me I was like yes we have to do this there's something about astrology and we've not actually had anyone on the show about astrology so this will be quite fascinating that's amazing yeah. did you have I'm the first astrologer on your show. Yay! Yes. <laughs> okay, great. That's going to be fun. <laughs> and I would love for the listeners to know what your life was like before uh, Deborah Silverman came into your life. Yeah, so I know you, you talk about trauma. So I will start with the trauma, right? Because this is the interesting part. So my biggest trauma, like we all have various traumas in our life, right? But I I was 15 years old when my brother, I, I had two brothers. So my middle brother, he had leukemia. Mm. So my parents went to the hospital to be with him. Mm. And it was like two, three years. I was 15. So I was left alone in the mm. house with my, my younger brother and then when my parents came back and my, my brother healed, he's healthy, he's well, he has kids, he has like, he's like amazing. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as they came back, my mom was diagnosed with cancer and she died within three months. So it was like not having my parents, then losing my mom, then my father, who was never really present in my life, talk mm. 
he he took me to a talk and he was like I love my father I really love him like we we went through a lot but then it was really challenging because he took me and he was like you know I don't know you very well I want to tell you I have another wife and she's pregnant what yes so that's how (laughs) that's how I was brought this is how my life started okay (laughs) god yeah, this is like an insane story. And and it took me years to understand, you know, the magnitude of the trauma that I was experiencing because because in a minute I became an orphan and I became like your your show is called your podcast is called Infinite Trust. This is the moment where you learned, okay, I cannot trust anybody in this world, right? Because, you know, like they can just go in one second and disappear from my life. And, and I lived my life throughout like so many years, mistrusting everyone. Mm. Yeah. So I'll take you a little forward. <laughs> okay. Living like that. I think like I did um, what you, according to what you wrote in your website, you, you tend to, to numb yourself, to numb your pain. Right. And so this is what I did. I numbed my pain. I used a lot of like, you know, drinking and drugs and and sex and like parties and like, but then there was even a a point where I started reading Buddhism and I started getting like, you know, finding answers and and stuff. So it was 2005, I'm 32 years old. I live in Manhattan in a beautiful apartment. I'm married to a man I'm totally in love with we have like great you know like we we vacation in like <laughs> exotic luxurious places we travel we have parties we have friends coming over I, I I have a good job I work in information system I studied accounting I was an wow. accountant I had a career in uh, 12 years very successful tech career wow and so I, I made lot of money you know I was very like um, people really appreciated me in in my job you know like everything seemed like perfect Mm. and and it was like in the background you know the death of my mom was like you know I saw how short life could be and I was like I'm going to to make the best out of every moment I'm going to be happy I don't have time for sadness or you know like grumpiness or I just I'm just going to like you know ignore all these feelings and I'm just going to be happy and 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 it's my choice and whenever like you know and and I, and I read Buddhism and Buddhism really helped me like be in peace with with my mom's death like not see like not be upset so much about life and and really you know like understand that her soul chose that she had a really like tough life and that she you know maybe she was reincarnated and Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm I'm done with it I dealt with my trauma I'm fine I figured it all out I I told people how you know like whenever people didn't were not happy I was like this is your problem, you know, just be happy, you know, just, I was like, life is a playground, you need to choose, you know, climb the, you know, like play, and, and, and then January 1st, 2005, I wake up in the morning, and I can't get out of bed, and I cry, and I cry, and I cry, and I cry, and at first it was, it was just when the Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami happened, 
So, and I was always very influenced when like huge global crisis like that happened. So I thought, okay, that was it. And, and I also, you know, it was just after the like New Year's celebrations and obviously I took some drugs and it was very common that after I took drugs, I would be like, you know, crashing in bed for a few days. So I was like, okay, but then it continued for a week and I was like, mm -hmm. okay, something's weird here. And I, after two weeks, I quit my job. I understood like, I can't, okay, something is serious. I can't get back to my work. I need some time. You know, I, I can't get out of bed. My partner was a complete asshole. He was <laughs> like, he was like, he, he was okay. I was always like, you know, the party girl and always happy and jolly. And suddenly I'm like staying in bed mm -hmm. and crying. So who are you? <laughs> I know you. <laughs> You know, that's not what I signed for. I signed for the happy, jolly girl. Okay. And, and I was like, I was in distress. I didn't know what I was doing. So like for a month, I stayed in bed and I read books and stuff. But then I was like, okay, I need to do something about it. So mm -hmm. I started Googling and I found acupuncture was a good mm -hmm. remedy. So there was this Dr. Wang. He still, he still is. I, I checked him out. He's still in, in uh, Manhattan. I went to see him, like the real deal. And he was like, started asking me questions about my life. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, my life is perfect. <laughs> I don't understand. You know, like I, I felt, I really felt that this depression was just another way of the world to come and take my happiness away from me. Mm -hmm. So, so I was, I remember like the first time I went to him and he was like, okay, he left me in the room with like needles stuck in my, in my body yeah. and I'm, I'm lying there and I'm like, I start feeling like a lump in my throat and I start crying, but not like I cried in my home because when I cried in my home, I didn't want, you know, to be too much because I saw my partner was already thinking I'm crazy. So I was very mm -hmm. quiet and trying. I cried like an injured animal. It was so strong. Like for the first time, when my mom died, I didn't shed a tear. Wow. Oh my God, it's stored in the body. Tear. Yeah. I was just oh. like, I have to be strong. I was like, I had my brothers. I needed to take care of them. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I, there was no room for emotions. So, you know, I started crying. So basically, you know, it took me a long time to, to work and do the healing process. It was not like a moment of like, oh, an immense transformation. No, not for me. It was a gradual work. But eventually I realized that I just completely ignored my emotional world. I just swept all my emotions under the carpet ignored all my intuition all my senses and I was just like okay in the sake of being happy mm. and unfortunately I see many people do this today and in, in, in you know to some extent mine was like super extreme mm. it was very extreme because trauma was also extreme but mm. you know we all have these um tendencies to ignore mm. some of our emotions right yeah. I'm just grateful that you found your journey and you you went from within. Like I feel when I look back at time, like so I'm in my mid-30s now and I look back at I know that we're there's like an age gap between us, but like the way women were taught to be women, oh 
it's so toxic. Be a man. It's a, a male's world and you've got to toughen up and don't show your emotions and being sensitive is weak. Oh my God. Like I, I actually love the younger generation now because they just, like if they're upset, they just cry out. Whereas when we were growing up, we just was like, we'd hide it in our bedroom, wouldn't we? We wouldn't show it to the world, but in front of everybody else, yeah, we're fine. There's nothing wrong with me. But inside your body is like aching or something's not right. But you you don't listen until something dramatic happens. Like, I don't know, you collapse on the floor or like you said, like alcohol, drugs or something that makes you realize actually something's not right here. We need to shift. And I, and I see a lot of like my generation and your generation, even older women who are still living in that shoulder pads era, like they need to be alphas. And I'm like, no, you just need to be in your feminine flow and let your emotions come out. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to feel your emotions. It's not even just okay. It's necessary. Yeah. It's necessary. Crying is healthy. There are researchers that show, and this is what it's part of what I talk about in my in my um, book, the planetary balance. So Mm. we're everything we talked about right now is in the moon chapter. Okay. So the ten planets. Okay. And we're now. It's it's interesting because we are in Cancer season, right? Yeah. And you you know that you have a strong Cancer. Your mid heaven, your career purpose is in Cancer. We'll talk about that. What? (laughs) Yes. That's so interesting. Is in Cancer, and this is why you know, and it's and your your rising is in Libra. So it's interesting because it's all about the femininity. Libra ruled by Venus, the feminine. And cancer, the emotional world, and you bring them together. This is so powerful. But so every planet and and the moon and the sun for astrology, they're considered as planets. Okay, they're not really planets, but (laughs) for astrology, we call them planets just to make things simple. And then each one of these 10 planets have a lesson for us. Mm. And each of them has a certain energy and a certain component in our body that that it relates to okay so what I've noticed that you know like regardless of where our moon is in our chart or regardless where our Venus is in our chart we all have common themes okay Mm. in the book I talk about the energy the component and the common themes that we all share and how to bring the energy to a healthy balance Mm. Okay, so for example, if we talked about the emotional world and the moon, and it's interesting because your show is called Infinite Trust, okay, and I just wrote in my recent blog, I wrote Cancer Season, How to Renew Our Trust in Self and Others, and this would be very interesting for you. So the human, do you, what, what is the human component that relates to the moon, that relates to the emotional world? It's the gut. Oh, okay. okay. Like the brain, our brain is the part that processes emotion, thoughts, right? This mm. is the thought generator, okay? The sun is our ego, okay? okay? The moon is the gut, okay? We process our emotions in our gut, in our belly. This is, there are researchers, like medical researchers that show that Almost all the gut problems relate to emotional issues. Oh, 100%. Like I I know people that 
if they're worried about something, they need, for example, they need to go to the toilet before they go out of the house. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, like it, it's or like there's tension. And I've had it before where I used to have really like tensed, like almost hard, like gut issues when I was growing up because I was overachieving and pushing. And I used to always have stabbing pains in my stomach. So I definitely know what you're talking about, the gut, how yeah. powerful it is. About, yeah, butterflies in our stomach, yeah. you know, when yeah. you're in love. You know, so it's, we don't, we don't feel all of our emotions in our gut. Some feelings we feel in our heart, some feelings we feel in our throats. It's not that we feel everything physically in our butt, in our, in our gut, not in our butt, but <laughs> I, I love just, it, but I have a six years old boy. I hear the world, but every day for many, 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 many times. So. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that I can swear in your, in your show. And that. <laughs> we don't process our emotions in our butt, in our gut. Oh, that's so funny. I'll tell him it'll crack. So in our gut. And where do we have our intuition? What is intuition? It's gut feelings, right? Yeah, You're talking about gut feelings. True. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so first of all, I understood that, you know, most of us had like, you know, trust issues, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I talked about my trauma and my trust issues. We all had bad relationships that caused us, you know, to not to trust people mm -hmm. or trust the world. But when we lose our trust, we mm -hmm. basically lose our trust in ourselves right? It's not the other people that we don't trust. It, yeah. We don't trust our judgment, our intuition. Like, how did I marry this guy? You know, how did I, how did I become his, is even his girlfriend? You know, <laughs> how did I not notice? I, how mm. can I trust myself again? You know, and mm. when I married my, my husband today, he's such a loyal, loving partner. I'm so grateful for him. Mm. And, and it took me years of you know like dreaming that he was cheating on me I was like I was I was traumatized I was sure mm -hmm. you know like it was hard so why is it and 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 so I told you already that I used to suppress my emotions mm -hmm. and I was born with such a strong gut feeling and intuition I dreamt of my mom's death when I was 12 yeah I had a repeating dream and I saw her lying in bed oh. dying oh and my God. circling her. And I dreamt about it over and over again. And, and I foresaw many things in my dreams, mm. but then I didn't want that. So I shut down. So I disconnected. But what happens when we ignore our emotions, when we mm. repress them, when we suppress them, they create clutter in our gut. They create a mess. And then how can we listen to our gut feelings? Yeah, we can't because it's all stored with like repressed emotion. And until we clear that out, it's very hard to listen to trust from within. Yeah, exactly. And when you trust, and it's funny because you're, you're a double Libra, right? <laughs> Both sun and your rising are in Libra. And one of the, and, and you also have Mars and Venus in Libra. So you have oh my God. In Libra, you're such a strong Libra. And one of the uh, characteristics of Libra is that it's hard for you to make decisions, right? Yeah, growing up, that was me. Yeah. 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 But then you developed your intuition. 
when there is intuition, you had to develop your intuition mm. because otherwise, how would you make a decision with four, three planets, like three personal planet, planets, Mars, Venus, Sun in Libra, rising in Libra, you know, you would be like, you know, a complete indecisive person. Because when you try to make decisions with your mind, it's just impossible. The mind will give you like, you know, pros and cons to every situation, right? Yeah. But when you are connected with your gut, Oof. you know. It's, it's like, let's go. Yeah. 100%. 100%. There is, there is an immediate no. I know. This is what I need to do. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> So this is the connection. So this is, for example, one of the lessons that I talk about in my book in the moon chapter. And I tell the story, you know, so this is like how we can connect, you know, understanding, even understanding that moon is related to our gut. How, how do we work with our gut? What is the, what is the importance of being connected to a gut? And then how do we process emotions? What is, what is processing emotions really? Emotions are here to be felt. Hmm. so many of us you know especially air people like you and me okay we tend to like analyze our emotions we think about our emotions we tell ourselves the stories we we you know we can go through therapy we can do all these things but then do we really feel hmm. what does it mean to feel our emotions emotions are meant to be felt in the body yeah, yeah. so so what i tell people is just like you know and and this solves like you know it can solve sleep problems it can solve anxiety it can solve almost everything that we experience is our unwillingness to experience what is currently happening to us mm. we push away the fear we push away you know like we worry because we're not we're not willing to acknowledge our fear so instead mm. we get into our head and we start worrying Okay, so when we when we close our eyes and we put our hands on our hearts and we how does it manifest in my body? Where is this? Where where do I feel? I feel something. I feel anxiety. I feel pain. What what how does it feel? Does it where where do I feel it? Do I feel it in my heart? Do I feel it in my throat, in my belly, in my shoulders, in my jaws? People feel different feelings in various places in the body yeah is it tightening is it expanding mm. what is happening there okay so really like like how is my breath do i breathe quickly do i breathe fast is it shallow is it deep what is going on so when we come to the physical instead of we're so used and it's not just air people it's like humanity now we're in social media we're you know true. like technology it's like air 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 so we are so much in our mind that's so true right yeah coming back into our body mm. is the solution for lots of problems that we have and really allowing the feeling to manifest yeah and that's the feminine energy so we've been running on masculine energy for generations now as women and so we find it very difficult sometimes to listen from within because again we've been told who we need to be how we need to act you know all these things about how we need to live our lives and that's why sometimes we find it hard or we get overwhelmed and then the emotions come out and then we feel guilty about that but actually like you said it's and like I've always believed this it's so normal 
crying is part of your body saying you know what it's time to release unstuck energy that's in your body let it out it's okay to feel it and heal it like it's fine like I just think a lot of people don't realize that there's no shame in showing your emotions at all and I love what you're doing because actually it makes so much sense now, now that you're saying about like the moon energy and how it's linked to our gut and I'm like that makes sense where it's interesting whenever there's a full moon people tend to I hear like tend to can't even sleep properly or they have like gut issues so that kind of makes sense now to me yeah yeah and when you talk about the feminine energy so Venus okay so the moon and the Venus are both feminine okay but the moon is more the mother the Ah. Venus is more the empress interesting okay this is Venus is the type of femininity that it embodies beauty, aesthetic, mm. um, royalty, mm. kind of like, you know, like abundance. Mm. It is the energy of attraction mm. and it's, it's artistic and it's about self-expression. So the Ven- Venus relates to the feminine side. Okay. This is the human component in my wow. book in okay and it connects to the energy is the harmony okay harmonious energy how do i and this is for you three planets in libra libra (laughs) rising libra ruled by venus and your moon is in taurus also ruled by venus Mm. oh my god queen of your chart okay (laughs) you are a venus queen you're the empress okay so, so Venus is about self-expression and authentic self-expression, mm. especially in romantic relationships, but not only artistic expression. And how many of us have challenges authentically express ourselves? Mm. Raise your hand. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's so hard sometimes to say the people we love that are close to us to tell them what we really feel. Mm. Yeah. What we think. We're always, we try to pretend, mm. you know. I met a, a friend yesterday and she was like, you know, expressing her annoyance about her, she's dating. And she was like, I can't believe that I was so inauthentic with this guy that I was dating. And I was just pretending to be someone else. And I'm like, and like, don't beat yourself up. This is so natural. It's human. Mm-hmm. It's so hard, especially if you find someone attractive and, and you really want them to love you. And this is Venus. She wants to be popular. She wants to be loved. So she tends to be a pleaser. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And that's like the lesson is what you learned. Yeah. I, I'm not here to please anyone, guys. No. I'm here to be myself. You like me? Good. You don't like me? Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's my, you know, this makes so much sense now. Like you're clarifying everything that I kind of already knew. So it's kind of fascinating. Like I've always, yeah, it just explains a lot. Thank you so much. And I would love to go into the chart if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, of I'm course. So yeah, yeah. Well, guys, we're going to share what my chart is. So let's see what happens. Yeah. So let's see your chart. So what I talked about so far, so you see, this is your rising sign. Okay. 
Do you see where I point? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So this is your ascendant. It's in Libra. Your Mars is zero, zero degrees in Libra. It's just the beginning of Libra, but it's in Libra. Your sun is in Libra and your Venus is in Libra. Okay. Mm -hmm. All these three in Libra. And your sun is in this piece of cake that is the first house. So we talked a little bit about the Libra, you know, being the art, the artist. I see like, you know, in all your pictures, how like, you know, you, you have your style right mm -hmm. you have the way you dress up you you are you're beautiful you love you know like it's your appearance is part of who you are right it's like mm -hmm. you know you see I saw you and I'm like she's cool okay <laughs> it has a style you know very stylish and then like you know this the, talking about the feminine this is all feminine energy Venus is about the feminine it's Venus right Venus was the goddess of love yeah goddess of beauty okay mm -hmm. and then the first house is the house that is ruled by Mars. It's the Aries. It's ruled by Aries, which is just opposite here. So you have the feminine, but you also have the masculine. <laughs> so this is why you were able to balance. Oh. This is why you had the assertiveness. Okay, because sometimes people with such a strong Libra, you know, like, I want to please, I want to be nice, I want to be kind, you know, but you're like, no, I want to be nice, I want to be kind, I want, I want to bring harmony, you yeah. do, yeah, you want to bring peace, you want to bring harmony to the world, this is why you heal people, okay, because traumatic people, people who are managed by their trauma, they're usually, they don't bring peace and harmony, right, not to themselves and not to their environment, so by healing them, by working with their trauma, you help the world become a better place, a more harmonious, peaceful place. This is what Libra is all about. It's about right? Yeah. It, and then um, your first house helps you give you the fire, okay? The energy, the assertiveness. First, people with sun in first house are people who are here to leave their mark. Ooh right you're here you come you come to a place you you have you make first impression people can't ignore you you have this presence <laughs> isn't that true am i right or am i right yeah and it's very confusing sometimes because I'm, I'm not doing anything and suddenly i will know someone's life story within a second i'm like i, I don't I'm not doing anything i'm just stood here and it, yeah it's fascinating and also wherever i go people just stare and i'm like i don't understand what is this like I don't know what it is like there's no makeup on there's nothing I'm just like me what is this but you've confirmed it it's so fascinating yeah so this is like you have this strong femininity embodied with you know this strong presence of like the masculine and you were able to merge them because you came here the reason why you came here you you talked about like revealing your femininity and working with it wasn't natural for you why because your childhood is in capricorn no and when your childhood is in capricorn it means that you came to this world a serious little thing you're serious right from the start yeah you had to be you had to be super responsible i don't know what your life circumstances were or if you share them in other 
programs. I, I heard only a few. I didn't hear all of them. Yeah. Okay. I grew up with a lot of trauma from a young age and had to grow up and yeah, kind of like learn how to self-soothe myself, like learn to like get on with stuff, had a lot of pressure to succeed. There was a lot going on, even as a young little six-year-old that is ridiculous when I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, a kid with um, a person with a Capricorn childhood usually had life circumstances that made them be super responsible right from the start. You know, like it, there was no, you had to be an adult the moment you were born. <laughs> and, and, and your childhood environment, your family, your home life, it wasn't like a safe place. It wasn't a fortress. It yeah. felt like the world outside and the home inside were the same. There was no, there was no, there was no safe feeling at home. Yeah. yeah. And then from this point, you grow into cancer. Okay. So this is where your career is. Can I just share something with you? This is really insane. So my dad is a Capricorn. My mom's a cancer. That's very interesting. Yeah. And and how are your <laughs> relationship with them? Not bad. <laughs> we're better now than what we were. And I, I used to date a lot of Capricorns as well. So that's fascinating. Yeah. So you you are, you know, you it was comfortable for you. You felt comfortable there in the Capricorn. And then when you grow to cancer, and by the way, Deborah Silverman has the same combination. She has Libra rising and and um, midheaven in Cancer. Wow. So there is this this wanting. I I did not get nourishment as a child in Capricorn. I had to be very serious, very like you know to be an adult. I didn't get to be like you know nourished. And now I want to nourish back. I want to give nourishment to all the kids that didn't you know like all the human beings who grew up without nourishment, and I want yeah. to nourish them. That is literally my work. I want everyone to heal their inner child so they can be free. Exactly. <laughs> magic. <laughs> Isn't it magic? It's like, wow. Yeah. And, and, and then you do it. How do you do it? Okay. So this is like you want to nourish through your rising in Libra, through work like you know work related to libra which is and you also have these three planets in the third house through writing through hosting a podcast through doing everything related journaling okay like you were a journalist right so everything airy okay communication artistic i do it through art i do it through I, and through therapy libra is a great therapist because libra is not judgmental okay this is the quality she can see all the options all the paths and everything is legitimate mm. there is nothing wrong this is why they're indecisive if they're not if they don't have the strong intuition like you do okay <laughs> but but you know it's indecisiveness because like this is right and this is right and this is right and this is right so how can i make a decision Okay, but when people come to you, you can you can get into their shoes very easily. You can be in, in their place. You can identify them with them and empathize with them because you you just you you get them. You don't judge them. Yeah. That's beauty. Wow. Right? And then your moon. So your moon is in Taurus, 
in the eighth house. This is the house of trauma. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. The emotional world had to go deep. So in one hand, you know, Taurus and Taurus and the eighth house is their opposites. Again, you have a very, this is a play of balance, okay? So Taurus wants familiarity. It wants, it needs a familiar environment. It needs steadiness. It doesn't want to transform so much. It wants to stay, like, I just want to enjoy the sunset and the sunrise and the little things in life and the beauty of the flowers, right? It just like, that's what makes me happy. But then there is another side to it. It's like, I need to go deep. I need to live intensely. I want to dig into the trauma and understand everything and heal everything. And this is a transformation. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is crazy. (laughs) Do you relate? Who wins? Who wins? Do they they battle or do they they Um, live in harmony? That's a little bit. Then they come in harmony. But now, obviously, now it's more harmony than it used. Like before, it was like a battle all the time. Now it's like, no, listen to my soul. Bye bye, and just do it. Yeah, yeah. So that's Alice Bailey, who initiated esoteric astrology. She initiated New Age. Okay, mm-hmm. everything. A lot of the spiritual concepts that we practice with today came from Alice Bailey. Wow. And and she said that once we connect with our soul Mm. our chart does not represent us anymore the the planets do not challenge us anymore Mm. you know we can take the high road okay so it's like your libra could have been indecisive this is the low road the high road is I found inner harmony within ourselves there is also like in, in libra there is the desire and 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 the need to be reunited with someone Mm. there is strong need for partnership Mm. okay but then the high road I found harmony within myself I balanced the masculine and the feminine within myself and I can be self-expressive it's a very futuristic sign it's a very advanced sign it is the sign that came to bring us new concepts new ideas mm. okay when when you are in this high road high place of your rising sign of your soul the rising represent what your soul needs to rise to wow okay so your soul wanted to rise to libra and it made it easy for you because you already got three planets there <laughs> it's clear for some people the rising sign is like completely disconnected from the whole chart and then it's like they, they don't have easy access mm. to rise to their soul but for you it was very easy mm. relatively okay not like not easy because we still have the trauma here we still have the, the you know like life is not easy for no one right yeah. but you could you could access your soul your high road and make this peace and harmony within you and now are you in a relationship no 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 do you want a relationship not right now <laughs> not right now <laughs> yeah but when you would want a relationship it would come out of want and not out of need oh that feels good that feels good yeah <laughs> 
right? Yeah. Like you would want a relationship. You wouldn't need a relationship because your life is so amazing as it mm-hmm. is. You're fulfilling your purpose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, wow. This is amazing. I'm blown away by this chart. I'm just... Because I've seen things before, but I've kind of just been like, oh, what is this? But, you know, you've explained it in depth and it makes so much sense about my life and how I grew up. And, you know, I grew up really serious. And, you know, even as studying to be a journalist and in the industry, oh, my God, I was so hard on myself. And then as of the more work I did and I, I let go of like past traumas, the more I kind of went in now, I see into the cancer sign, just feeling it and healing it and letting it go. It makes so much sense. And I... I have that drive, but the drive is so different now. I don't recognize who I was before. Yeah. And and you had like water are not a strong sign for are not a strong element for you. You have Mercury and Pluto in 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 Scorpio. Your moon is in the eighth house. So it was accessible, but you had to work on that because you're you're tough. Capricorns can be tough, you know, like I'm serious, I'm tough. I don't have time for emotions. Yeah. So manage them. And the more you allow yourself to soften and the more you allow yourself to connect with your emotions, you were able to connect to your midheaven, which is your career purpose, what you what you came here to do. When you were denying your emotional world, cancer is all about the moon. Cancer is ruled by the moon. It is the emotional world. It's the gut feeling, everything that we talked about. So the more you connected to them, the more you easy it became for you to fulfill your purpose. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for this. Uh, it, I'm welcome. just, I have no words literally right now. I'm just blown away. I'll have to like listen to this again. <laughs> That's such a blessing what you do. Thank you. Honestly, that it's amazing. And so thank you for that confirmation about everything. And I'd love to know more about your book, please. Yeah, so as I said, the book is called Planetary Balance, and it talks about, first of all, like I talk about what is the purpose, okay? Why are we even learning about ourselves? Why? And I talk about the big misconception that we have around happiness, Mm. okay? Because what happened to me, what what I told you in the beginning, when I was like clinging to happiness... So many of us, you know, there are the four noble truths in Buddhism and they talk about, you know, like life is suffering. Okay, we got that. Then there is, you know, like the path and eventually we talk about like we can release from suffering. Okay, Mm -hmm. we can be happy. And then many spiritual aspirants, you know, they were like, okay, I'm there. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. And we start pretending. Okay, and then, and then we don't we we don't allow, and when we feel a little bit dissatisfied or when we feel frustrated, it's like no, 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 because then it makes me ungrateful for what I have. Or when, but then it's exactly exa- against what Buddhism wanted us to do. Mm. Buddhism told us life is suffering, so that we will say, okay, I get it. You know, I can. You know, it's part of life. You know, why do we expect to always be jolly and happy? This is not a realistic expectation. Even now, I, you know, I am married to an amazing man, really loving man. We we are nine years married. Uh, We have an amazing, beautiful child. I have like super strong connection with him and I love him more than anything in the world. And I love being his mother. I am, you know, I'm successful astrologer. I am writing a book. 
I'm I'm hosted in your podcast, beautiful podcast. I do everything that I love to do. Am I happy all the time? No. <laughs> you know, like there are there are times when I am sad, when I feel pain, when I feel, you know, frustrated. It's not like even when you get everything you want in life, okay? Mm. It, it's like there is no point where suffering ceases. Okay, mm. suffering is always part of life. So why, why? So what's the purpose? What's the motivation? W the motivation is that we understand who we are, what mm. are our gifts, what are our challenges, so that we live life in such a deep and meaningful way that we get up in the morning and we're excited. Yeah. And you know, you know what? If I have pain or if I have suffering, it's worth it. Mm. Worth it. And that's the purpose, okay? And then I talk about the planets, okay? So the planets, as I said, each planet has a lesson for us. So for example, the sun, we talked a lot about the moon chapter, but the sun chapter, which is the first one, the first planet, because it's the center of our solar system, right? And the sun relates to our ego. Hmm. And the ego is what wants, hmm. okay? It's, ego is what desires. And, and there is another big spiritual misconception that the ego is bad, that we need to put the egos in the side, okay? I want to be connected with my soul. I don't want my ego, but the ego is important. Yeah, you need both. We need, we need the ego. We don't want the ego to manage us, but we want to have a strong sense of self. We want to put boundaries. We want to connect to what we want, hmm. Okay. So, you know, oftentimes, you know, like, for example, when I asked you about, like, do you want a relationship? And you said, not now. Oftentimes, I will challenge you and I will ask you, do you not want a relationship because, you know, you, you got hurt or you are frustrated because so many relationships didn't work out. And now you're like, you know, you really want a relationship. Maybe it's not your case, your case, right? Yeah. But many times, many people you know, like, and I know it happened to me, you know, I said, I don't want kids because I was so afraid I would not have kids. Mm. You know, sometimes we say like, I don't want something, but we really do want. So, you know, the sun teaches us how we truly, connect, or, or, you know, people who, who want to be successful, who mm. want to be famous, but it's not spiritual. <laughs> okay. It's not spiritual. You can't say it out loud. Mm. Right. It's like, if you say, I want to be successful, you're like, this is Who are you? <laughs> well, you're egoistic. You just want things for your ego. Well, but that's what I want. Yeah. You know, like, I want my book to be successful. I want my book, to, you know, like, I want it to be a bestseller. I won't lie to you. You know, like, you, <laughs> want, your book. you want your book to be a best. You're writing another book, right? Yeah, yeah. You're exactly. working proposal. Are you yeah. doing it just because you don't want it to be successful? You want the book to be successful, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's like, you know, there, there is so much confusion. So mm. this is the, the lesson of sun, you know? And then like we go like planet after planet and we talk about like each planet talks about five themes. Okay, so for example, with the sun, we talk about desires, we talk about willpower, we talk about confidence, how do we build self-confidence, mm. okay, and, and, and about vitality, yeah. okay, so we, we dig in, and I teach you how to balance this energy, okay, mm. and it's very practical, 
Okay, I will give you very practical. Sometimes it would be um, a chant, a mudra, a journaling exercise, and, and, or, or just like, you know, like go, you know, like integrate things that you love in your calendar. What do you love to do? Make, do more of it. You know, like it would be very, the, the, the summary of everything, like how do you balance? It's not just rule. I am an accountant after all. I had yes. 12 years career in tech. I'm a very practical person. So I, I take you down to earth. Okay, I tell you exactly like, okay, these are the things you can do to really balance. And I see this work with my clients and it's just, it works like magic. There are like so many clients like you and and, and so it's like, wow, this is so powerful. Yeah, it's medicine. Thank you for sharing that. And I just know it's going to be a powerful book when it comes out. I'll be sharing it out. So please do send us a copy. And also just, yeah, just it's going to come. I know I feel it it's all going to come together and it's just it's going to change so many lives because I feel like I've read like quite a few astrology books and none of them have explained it how you've explained it to me today and I think wow had I known this a lot earlier my chart would have made a lot more sense (laughs) so thank you and keep yeah it's keep doing what you're doing because it's definitely going to change a lot of people's lives to help them to understand themselves and come back home to themselves same here keep doing what you're doing you're you. just amazing and and I listen to some of your shows and it's so inspiring to hear these voices and and you know to your questions and how you you really get deep your your eight eight house moon right you get deep <laughs> you want to really know you want to really understand and and it's not I don't take it for granted it's it's a beautiful quality well, it's actually my, my, so Gerds is my nickname. So my actual first name is Gerdeep. And so, yeah, so deep wow. actually at the end, it's like light. So it's all, my name actually means darkness into light. So there's no surprise. It's my full chart, my name, everything is linked. So this is your, your name from birth or this is a name yeah. that was given to you? Name from birth. Gerdeep is my first name. So it's God's light. It's helping people up the darkness into the light, the lamp of the teacher, lamp of the guru, Core means princess, and then Hansel means warrior. So I help women to be warriors, to go out the darkness and to come into the light as warriors. So it, it's within my soul, and it's and even your name. Please Google it and know and find out information. I'm, I'm sure you know about it, but your name already gives us the answers to our purpose, which is so fascinating to me. My name, I I my, I have a biblical name. Ooh. El Yael was a warrior she she was she won the war oh. for the Israelites they were fighting this like they had this like big um enemy who was like constantly like attacking them and fighting them and he she he was walking by her tent she invited him over Ooh. she probably had sex with him no one says that but we you know like she gave him milk queen she's a queen and butter yeah she, no, <laughs> she's not a queen she was just a woman in her tent she had a tent she invited him over she had sex with him and she killed him oh shit <laughs> that's not what I thought it was <laughs> gonna be <laughs> she killed him and she won the war and like this is why like it's so funny because I say you know like she's a hero yeah. for the Jewish people she's a hero but they said like what you did was horrible <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> If it was, you know, to other, but you know, it was like, yeah. So I'm, I'm a warrior. That's yeah. my name. I'm I guess the warrior. Just with what you're saying, I reckon it to me. What my gut's saying is that maybe you're here to shake up the system about astrology. 
Yeah. So what everyone talks about, you're going to now shift it and explain it in such a way that nobody knows. So it's kind of like that butter <laughs> in a different way, which might rub people up the wrong way in the astrology world, but it, it, it's what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. I see that. I've got one. I've got a few more questions. And my first question is, what's your five top tips for somebody who wants to trust from within, but they don't know where to start? So process your emotions I would give them the the work of like getting into the body starting connecting with because when you connect with your emotions it takes you down to your gut feelings and then you start trusting mm. that's it. you clean the clutter because if we don't most of us are somewhat disconnected even me even I you know I my moon is in Capricorn you know and I feel I still like even though I've been doing this emotional work for a long time I still feel there is still more to go there is still some that I don't feel that I don't allow myself every time it takes another step mm-hmm. you know feeling a little bit more allowing myself to be with the feeling a little longer you know, going with it a little deeper. So it, it, it's an it's an ongoing process. It's a lifelong process. There is no moment when you say, "Okay, I'm done." You know, <laughs> yeah, I figured it. I'm I'm like my emotional capacity is one hundred percent, and that it it's never. I don't think maybe when I'm sixty, I'll tell you different. But you know, like right now, I feel you know it will be a lifelong process. So mm-hmm. it's just like, how can I go deeper? How can I connect with what I truly feel, even if it's like, and I want to vomit. You know, like it, it's so disgusting mm-hmm. sometimes. What we feel, it's like such like icky and and discomfort you know like anxiety is like we don't I don't want to feel anxious right now you know it's like I want to feel (laughs) I woke up on my birthday and we were in a wine this beautiful place Mm -hmm. and I felt weak I felt like I felt weak and I was like I don't want to feel that I want to feel happy (laughs) and jolly like you know it's my birthday but I allowed my I okay that's what you feel right now Mm -hmm. and you know what the moment I allowed it to be it mm. went away. And after like 20 minutes, I completely forgot that I felt that and I was completely energized. <laughs> so it's sometimes like, you know, there is a feeling and we want to push it, but mm. you know, like this is what's asking me to be felt mm. right now. Can I yeah. respect that? Mm. Beautiful. And what what are you most grateful for? Everything. Like seriously, meeting Deborah was one of the most incredible events like synchronicity you know it was just like a friend introduced me to her I got to have an in-person reading with her 2013 it was like I didn't even understand who I was going to see it was like she changed my life completely I'm so grateful for her so grateful for my husband who is being so supportive and loving and showed me what it means to be loved I was not loved as a child you know and and really like teaching me what it means to be loved and and how it feels to be loved and and my son i'm so grateful for him and for my friends you know i have i have my tribe you know air people i'm a gemini <laughs> my tribe i have people who are like supporting me and loving me and, I, and i'm so grateful for them i'm grateful to live in Asheville. Asheville is such a beautiful place we have the appalachian mountains here i love wow. hiking nature the mountains the lakes the the waterfalls like it's so hard every weekend I go out unless it's like pouring but 
we go out and I unite with nature and, and I feel like the healing. It just wow. like, it, it's just nature healing me. And, you know, like everything, it just so much to be grateful for, really. And what shines your inner light? What what shines my inner light? Yeah. <laughs> my writing. Oof. My writing. I Yeah, I love writing. I love, you know, when I write, it's it's my expression mm. when I even when I do readings you know like when I do readings like you know it's so powerful to to see someone in this from this place and really like have this connection it's very intimate right I love this intimacy well thank you El for just being on the show and just following your journey and and listening from within and saying you know what it's time to do what I love and it's time to help others thank you for listening to to your inner child who wanted to be free and wanted to be happy and just was like, let's see where the magic lies. Yeah. And keep on like every day, right? Live with this awe and curiosity and like, okay, what is this day asking me for? And and keep on listening. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so happy and honored to be in your show. Thank you. Keep on doing your amazing work. Wow, what an amazing episode. I am totally blown away. Do check out Yale's work and definitely book in a session with her because as you can hear today, I there were some things that I didn't know about myself and some things that I did and it just kind of reconfirmed those things and why I was here and what I'm here to do in this world. Um, I do feel that it's so interesting learning about what your astrology is so it can help you to take your power back more. Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. The magical thing about astrology is you are completely unique. No chart will be ever replicated ever again. That's a quote by Susan Miller. Take care, my sisters. For more information about the show or how to trust your inner light, visit my website at girdshundle.com and also check out my Infinite Trust program if you're ready to transform trauma and learn to trust yourself so you can powerfully move forward in your life. And remember, stay happy, stay healthy, stay lit. Lit.